Welcome to episode 68 of the Winging It podcast. If you are tuning in for the first time, make sure you follow us on Instagram. We just launched a TikTok this week at winging.it.pod. We are on YouTube. We are on Apple. We are on Spotify. We are on SoundCloud. We're on Snail Mail. Whatever platform you need, you can get this podcast in. There's two reasons people want to listen to us. The first one is for us to break down the Eagles. And boy, do we got a game this weekend against the Dallas Cowboys. But the second one is for our guest. Uh, I had so much fun with these two in the green room just getting to learn their story. We're like, hey, we just have to hit record and just get to it. I want everyone on the podcast to give a round of applause for girls on the fly 215, Becca and Ange. Thank you for having us. (laughs) absolutely absolutely so there were so many secrets that were almost spoiled in the green room and i'm like no we just have to hit record so you guys are the girls of 215 give us a little bit of background about what club 215 is who makes up your posse and and what you girls uh you girls bring to the fan base angie you want to go um sure so um 215 club 215 is an amazing group of people um you know you got dj kev Behind the little turntable. Uh, Malik is an amazing person, influencer. Uh, He's hysterical. Uh, If you see any of his reels, his posts, him in person, he is exactly who he shows online. You know, he's so authentic. Dumpy, same thing. One of a couple of the funniest people I know. And they've, you know, created this tailgate experience that is so unique um, to any other. And we are lucky enough to now be a part of that and uh, cover everything to one five. So we're out, we're out in the crowd. We're behind the scenes with the guys. We're getting just all the tea, all the drama, all the funny, any anything that happens, we got it. Yeah. So, so how did you guys what, get involved with with Club Two and Five? I guess like, what was that first interaction like? <laughs> you want me to go? <laughs> I was gonna say, I, me or you, whatever you want. So yeah, so. Angie wanted to go and make content at an Eagles tailgate because she was doing Day in the Lives with me. And um, me and Angie have been best friends for like years now. So of course I was going to go. I was going to help her uh, be behind the camera for her, whatever. Uh, we got to the tailgate. Um, the guy that looks like Gardner Minshew, Chris Nady, that's yeah. my he's gonna, that's he's, gonna, he's coming on soon. He's coming on oh, soon. We've he already babysat talked to him. me. So that's all <laughs> no way. Um, he does it all. I've known him my whole life. Like he is very close with my sister and um, they used to watch me when I was a child. So we walk in, the first person we see is Chris Nady and he's like, oh, you guys should go check out this 215. They're like right over there. And we were like, all right, like, let's go do it. So. We went. Uh, Angie was slaying the shotgunning with strangers. I mean, she beat uh, Dumpy. Like, was just beating everybody. And, um, you know, we definitely have, like, a presence about us, which is fun. And, you know, we were running around just talking to anybody that we could. Uh, got home. She started making the videos. I reached out to Kev, and I was like, hey, like, um, where can we tag you? Where can we plug you? What's your information? Um, what's your TikTok? He was like, oh, we actually don't have TikTok. We're going to make that, like, today. 
y'all want to do it though? And we were like, yeah. <laughs> and that's it. Like that's literally, we didn't really meet. It was no. just, we met at the tailgate. We drank a little bit. Not one coherent conversation happened. It was definitely an accident and (laughs) something that kev has now obviously now that we're pretty much family he's mentioned you know uh the fact that we were there to make content already and we had a good idea um i do shotgunning after every eagles win on my tiktok so (laughs) i had this idea and and you win every time by the way it's like it's without fail listen some i'm sitting i'm six foot i swear the length helps somewhere with the shotgunning (laughs) i'm not sure but you know i had this idea to do shotgunning with strangers um we had no we had no plan we didn't know where we were going i said let's go beck let's do this let's just see what happens and we ended up there that's why it's like almost fate we she messaged them let's tag you in this content and the rest is history yeah, Kev calls me his industry plant. He's like, you guys are plants. Like, yeah. that came out of left field. We're like, we're just a, we're from Hollywood. Yeah, I mean, we're just a couple of Jersey girls. It came out of nowhere, but I mean, we have such like a good dynamic, and we're really lucky to be working with the guys. I mean, we are actually becoming a family so fast. Like, we yeah. are best friends. We talk every day. And even like 15 minutes, like before we actually hit record on this, like we just like we just kept we had nothing we had there was no dead air in this room. We're like, so what about this? Oh, you're from there. Oh, you lived in Hamilton. Or well, I used to go to this place in Hamilton. You have something that really carries um, that that carries really well. And and the whole entire crew has been so nice to us. Um, like people think that we like pay people to come on here. Like we just reached out and said, hey, do you guys want to come on the episode? They're like, yeah, absolutely. I talked to your boy Kevin today. Dude's incredible, very driven individual. Um, like he's gonna be on soon, so we're we're really excited for all of that. Um, the thing with you two is like momentum is picking up really quick. I feel like you just added me on Instagram a few weeks ago. You're at an event with Conor McGregor's new brand, Forge Irish Stout, and then the next morning I see you're on the radio on Q102. Like, what's in the works? Like, talk to me about everything that's going on They're right now. Are we plants, Alex? Oh, yeah, we're industry plants. plants. <laughs> no, but I mean, right, it did like fast, fast. Like, I mean, there was like a couple days where it was a little intense because like we just, we just got here, you know? Yeah. So um, I like called Angie and I was like, what is happening? Like, it just feels like every day it's like Kev hits us up and honestly, like Kev is great with us. He makes sure that we always are in contact with people. He always includes us in everything. He's like a lot of the reasons we even have connections. So every day he's like, oh, by the way, this day, this day, this day, you guys, we need you. Like, it's, it's nuts. It's nuts. But it's a lot of fun, so we enjoy I it. I will say the Conor McGregor event, um, you know, as being a part of 215, um, you know, they wanted to invite us. You know, we're a team now, and, you know, they want to make sure we're included. That was very big for us, you know, not only being our first event, right? Um, you know, we both live, you know, not so much social media lives before this all started. So that was definitely an awesome opportunity. And then, you know, next thing we know, I'm looking on Conor McGregor's um, Instagram. We're in the videos where, you know, wow. I'm in the comments, um, you know, Forge is is liking all our stuff. And, you know, um, just the interaction we got from, you know, because Dumphy and Malik uh, recently just had a really big opportunity. They're uh, officially partners with uh, Forge Irish Stout. So, mm-hmm, you know, mm-hmm. shout out to them and huge congratulations. So it was really cool um, to just be a part of that. And that was a huge and probably one of the most exciting things in my life was waking up and being on a video yeah. that is on Conor McGregor's Instagram. Yeah. I was like, that- 
that what? had to be a surreal moment. I mean, talk yeah. to talk to me about like what that experience is like, because you're basically saying I'm I'm just a normal person, not, not really on social media. Mm-hmm. Like, what is that feeling like? Seeing well, that? we're both we both do love Instagram. I started getting into TikTok um, probably I've been doing it probably solidly a year. Um, you know, I like sports. My boyfriend's into sports. Uh, he's in the sports media industry. So I found a way to make it fun because I already liked it. Let me try to turn this into content. Um, you know, nothing really took off, just more of for fun for me. Um, but that feeling of, wow, this is kind of a big deal for us. This is something that, you know, we are in it. It's not someone else or, you know, whatever. It's like to see your face, definitely surreal. There's, I don't even think I can explain it another way, but it was mm. super exciting. Yeah. I mean, I will never, I love Conor McGregor. I am an Irish queen. Like I am so Irish. And when I woke (laughs) up and I had a follow and I was on his story, I was like, this is fake. Like for the past three weeks of my life, I've been fake. Like I'm not here. This is not real. (laughs) Not real. It's a simulation. Yeah. So, so, so Beck, I, I was on, I was on your, uh, your Instagram page and it said you're two thirds lawyer. Yes. I mean, tell me about that. Yeah. So like I said, we're just normal girls. Um, I'm in law school right now. I'm yeah. in my wow. third year. I graduate in May. So you can imagine how hectic my life is. I work three jobs right now. I'm like really gr- doing wow. my own grind and this is my fun job, but like, you know, I'm working with attorneys and you know, it's, uh, it's definitely been overwhelming, but in the best way, if that makes sense. That's incredible. Well done. Almost well done. done. Almost done. <laughs> yeah. And and so when you're not uh, being a superstar and, and, and being shared on, on some of the biggest influencers uh, page, what is your, what is your day to day look like? Um, probably the complete opposite of what you would think it would look like. Um, I work for the state of New Jersey. Uh, so I am just playing. Yep. I'm in my. No way. Are yeah. you like sitting there telling me to get to the back of the line and take a number or like, what are you doing? Oh no. So I, uh, I work down in the capital down in Trenton at one of the state buildings. Um, I work in housing and mortgage. It was never, that was never my career. I was actually going to be a police officer. Um, I, I could was- so freaking see that <laughs> you have this like authority thing about you that like when you're talking, people it. listen. I um, totally could see that. I could totally see so, that. COVID uh, was a hell of a time. Uh, I right before that, you know, took civil service test. I had taken a couple of chiefs tests. Um, I actually did very well. I got a 95 on the civil service test, except for Damn. they Smart gave queen. us the scores mitts covid everything was shut down any academy that was going on was shut down so that just pushed back every opportunity that was years ago you know i was definitely younger um clearly um and my life was very different uh than it was now um i have a house um with my boyfriend um again it was just it's not something that you know never you know i don't want to say never say never right but in almost a way, I felt things happen for a reason. And what are the odds of being in a, a shutdown and not becoming a police officer? I'm like, maybe that just wasn't my path. So mm. I looked back. I was already actually interning with the state anyway. They had um, given me a opportunity to be full-time with them. And I just felt like it was the right thing to do, make my money, um, still can have my passions on the side, the fun stuff, eating, drinking, going to sporting events, and just kind of do my business during the day and then, you know, have fun at night. I love it. You know, and you I know can... what? I, 
a lot of people are going to look at your highlight reels and think that these pretty girls are just getting out, going to events and, and, and doing this in front of the camera. And the thing I love about these interviews is we learn below the surface, like what's mm-hmm. actually going on. You both are grinding. You're both hustling. You're working really hard. I yeah. love hearing stories like that to like show people that like it's not all you, you exhibit this work ethic and it's not a mistake. It might be coincidence, but it's not a mistake that you fell into the position that you are now. So I love hearing that. Ali, I think you're about to ask something. Yeah, I was going to say I'm imagining this alternate life where, you know, Beck is in this courtroom and she <laughs> brings up Ange as the cop, like you know, trying to, to defend her, to defend her client. Yeah. Uh, That would be a sight to see. No, Alex, you said something last week that kind of stuck with me in last week's episode um, where you told Malik, you heard this quote of the harder I work, the luckier I get. And I think Mm -hmm. you, you ladies are a testament to, to that Mm -hmm. phrase, right? Like it is not easy work and it's very clear the amount of work that you're putting into it to get to where you're at. So again, well done and congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate that. Kevin always says that closed mouths don't get fed. So that DM, I mean, if I didn't like, there's just so many things that it just had to Mm -hmm. be perfect. And like, it's just like a crazy experience to be like, to see it now looking back, it's like, wow, it's been three weeks and it's like everything changed, you know, like. Who would have thought? Not me. And there's Not her. so <laughs> much more room to grow. And yeah. Yeah. that's why if you can do that in a month, imagine what we can do, what we can accomplish. Uh, you know, Club 215 by next season. I mean, the it, the sky's the limit. And it's so exciting. I, yeah. It just yeah. makes me so excited. It is. It is. It is very exciting. So speaking of 215, let's transition a little bit more towards football that we have Game is coming up on Sunday. Let's talk about the tailgate first. What can we expect this Sunday? What time does it open? Are you going to be there? Give us a little bit of rundown of what people can do and how they can RSVP. Yeah, so uh, you can RSVP on our Club 215. You go to our Instagram. It's in our bio right now. RSVPing is free. So just go put your name in. It's good for the data. We can see who comes back. It's, it's you know, if you help us, we will be able to help make it bigger. So we always try to tell people RSVP so we know what we're getting ourselves into. Um, yeah, so Forge is going to be there with the belts. So Conor McGregor's belts oh, wow. will be present. Mm-hmm. So you can come take pictures with them. You know, uh, we're going to definitely have some cases of like the stout. Um, on top of that, um, M&M uh, Bar, they are this travel bar. You know, they're coming to the tailgate to help us out. They're going to give wristbands, you know. Um, we're going to have a full bar pretty much. And then on top of that, the Armentani brothers, they are going to be our special guest DJs. So uh, the three of them will be there as well. Um, And we'll be there, which is always a fun time running around doing our little interviews and stuff like that. But, you know, every tailgate, we just don't know what to expect. I I swear from the first one to now, it's just doubled in size every week. So I don't even know what we're getting ourselves into. We kind (laughs) of just show up. And, uh, but yeah, no, we're having a lot of people come out and support us and, you know, brands are starting to reach out. So it's just super exciting. It's getting bigger and, you know, we're just growing. Yeah. Very cool. And for everyone listening, you can follow club two one five on Instagram at club dot two one five. You can also follow girls on the fly two one five, all one word at girls on the fly two one five. Okay. Let's talk a little bit about football. This is what we came to do. This is why people (laughs) tune in. We have a game on Sunday against the Dallas Cowboys. Yep. Ange, let's start with you. What do you think about this game? Go into a little bit of analysis. 
Are you going to be like Malik? You never bet against a family. It's going to be 170 to nothing. What is your outlook on the game? And then maybe at the end, hit us the score prediction. So I don't bet on my teams, period. Mm. I don't bet on my teams. That's, that's a smart That's a smart philosophy to live by. I'm, I'm already very passionate. I don't need money on the line. I don't need to take it to that next level. Now I'll throw in a little parlay with, you know, other teams or anything I'm, you know, confident about. My my boys, the the birds. I just respectfully no um, turnovers in the you know in the end zone like it, the red zone. Yeah, it's got to stop. Uh, we yep. would have blew out the commanders. Uh, yep. What we had two, I believe. Uh, yep. That was detrimental. Um, in, you know, within the three yard line, within the three yard line, those turnovers happened. Yeah, like the red zone. We got it. We got to be better. You know, for the first mm-hmm. couple of weeks, I was getting really worried. We were not getting touchdowns. Now I love Jake Elliott. I appreciate everything he's done for the team. I love that he. I think he might have broke a record this year with his points. Or I'm not really sure. I, I saw a bunch of stats. You know, he's has more points than this receiver, and th- and that's kind of crazy, right? Um, yeah. I think at one point before Daniel Jones went down, Jake Elliott scored more points than Daniel Jones, a quarterback for the Giants, I th- did. I think it was the New York Giants, the entirety yes. of the New Oh, York the entire Giants. team. The team. Yeah. I knew it was something crazy, and I it's been a couple weeks since I've seen it. But I remember seeing something, and that's amazing for him, right? Love yeah. that. Wish him the best. And that's great analysis. I mean, listen, getting scoring points is great. Winning games is great. But if it's off the leg of your kicker, like what the hell is your offense doing? That's not going to win you a Super Bowl. Um, Mm, And, you know, that's really the the big point where I'm at. We got it. We got no more turnovers. We got to be smart. Um, You know, the brotherly shove. We love that. That did kind of backfire. But then we also did have that one um, fake, which they thought we were going to shove. We got right in the end zone. So, you know, that's fun. That's a little, you know, great here and there. But, you know, I just want to see a little bit more solid offense when it gets to the red zone. I think that's a really big um, thing. I did see uh, on Twitter that Jalen Hurts had an hour of treatment on his Mm -hmm. knee after last game. Don't love that either. Um, That's why my score prediction is not what I would like it to be. You know, we really haven't blown a team out yet, right? Mm-hmm. It's it's it, we could have last week. You know, those but two turnovers. It could have been big. I'm gonna go twenty-one ten. Uh, I I it worries me. You know, I think Jalen will take care of business like he always does. But you know, I think maybe he's just feeling a little something. Um, you know, Cowboys, they're not bad. They're not a bad team. So, mm-hmm. so you I'll think it's 2110 Cowboys or Cal- 2110 oh, no. Eagles? Oh, no, 2110 Eagles. But just not a blowout. Um, at, like, I gotcha. would love to say 49-17. Uh, that would be great, right? But I think that's where my gut's pushing. I think 2110. Before before we hop to, to Beck, I just want to get your thought, Ange. Um, it, last week, it was pretty controversial amongst our podcast here, that fake tush-push run to DeAndre Swift. Number one, because they scored a touchdown when they didn't need to. You could have just run out the clock. But mainly is that you showed a trick play that involved the tush-push when it didn't matter. There was something that was in our arsenal, and we tipped our hand. What are your thoughts on on Nick Sirianni doing that in that moment in that game? I think the tush-push... I like to say the brotherly shove has been getting a lot <laughs> of coverage. People are talking. People are talking about how it's going to get 
oh, it's going to get um, banned. It's not going to get banned. Oh, the Eagles can, are the only ones that can do it. It's popular. It's a hot topic right now. I think he wanted to just see. I, I don't know. I don't – because, yeah, it didn't matter. I think really – and who know, and we'll – I don't know. I, I think he just maybe wanted to just see. Why not, hey, this right? Is, yeah, this Why is the not? same formation. This is something totally different. Beck, Beck, what do you think about that? Uh, what the tush push? <laughs> well, so 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 the facts we ran a fake tush push, right? Yeah, Did you yeah, see that at the, the end where he gave the ball off? Yeah, yeah I yeah. said I didn't like it because it shows a trick play that we may need in a situation right. where they think that's in the Super happen. Bowl. Yeah, in the Super Bowl, and it's like, well, now they're going to defend against it. And what if we lose on a tush push play? So, what yeah. are your thoughts? Did you like it? I, I kind of like Angie's analysis <laughs> on, hey, no, we can line up in this formation and run different plays too. You guys just suck and can't stop it because you know what? No one's going to call for a end around like that to be banned. No one, right? Right. Um, so, what are, what are your thoughts on it? Yeah, I mean. I sadly could not watch the game. I was on a flight. Shout out Frontier. Mm. Um, so I, that, day, that was the worst day of my life. Like my flight got delayed so many times. Like I it's just not sponsored day. by Frontier. Yeah, actually, not it's fine. Just plugging that We're, in there. Yeah, it's okay. I, I don't need the Frontier sponsorship. Um, but no, I mean, I watched it afterwards. I was watching highlights and stuff like that, and. Um, I do. I think it's dumb to show your cards early. Yes. I mean, it's very early days for the season. So I do think it's important to keep some things in your back pocket at the same time. Now they're worried about two different things, right? So when mm -hmm. they get into that formation, are they about to run or are they going to push? And that's going to put the defensive players in different positions and it's going to be harder to defend it because you don't that's know it's a 50, 50, you know, Agreed. So, that's a great point. Yeah, yeah. I feel like, you know, it might be smart to kind of throw that in. And if they're doing that, they have to have a third. Like, this is all going to – I feel like it's all going to branch out and there's going to be different routes from it. And I think it's like – I don't know. I, I like you it. Don't I know. really like it. Yeah. Yeah. Man, that, that, is a, that is a good take, right? Like, it's – it's a, you, you're showing the versatility of, of that formation, right? Like, mm -hmm. they, they – it puts the stress on the defense mm -hmm. that now they know they have to defend multiple things that could, could come out of that formation. Right. And I no, think it, an it might confuse them and it might – you know, make that formation even scarier because we've been so successful with that. It's like, you thought it ended here. Just wait and see how many options there really is. Yeah. Love it. All right, Beck, what are your thoughts on this game? What do you think it's going to, where do you think it's going to yeah. go? And then hit us with a score prediction at the end. Yeah. So loved Angie's analysis. I won't like step on her toes too much. Um, my score prediction is I'm going to guess 24, 17. I'm going to bring it in a little bit closer. Um, it's a, it's going to be a cold day in Philly. So like hands are going to be freezing. Um, and it, you know, it is going to be tough and they are a good team as much as I don't want to admit it. I hate the cowgirls. I just think that they're like so embarrassing. I just don't like them. I don't like the fan base, but it should be a good time. And, uh, yeah, I'm going to bring it in a little bit closer just because it's going to be cold and, uh, they've been scaring me. <laughs> like, yeah, they give me anxiety. So I think from my analysis, because I know, Ali, you're going to hit us with some stats here. So so why don't I give you my 30-second overall thoughts on the game, then you hit us with some stats like you, like you do all the time. Truth of the matter is, we typically split with the Cowboys every single year. As much as I hate to admit yeah. it, division games are always different. And by most people's power rankings, the Dallas Cowboys rank in the upper five. That does not make me feel very good, and I will admit that I don't think our schedule has been as difficult as it has been for, for, for other teams. Hmm. 
Um, I don't like this game. I don't like this game. We're entering the gauntlet. We have six games ahead of us that are going to be really difficult back to back. Truth of the matter is we are going to lose some. I hope I'm not being too cryptic in what you think my prediction is going to be, but it's not necessarily going to be the one that's going to be a fan favorite here. On the offensive side of the football for the Cowboys, you have the Aldi brand, uh, Jalen Hurts, and A.J. Brown. You got Dak Prescott and C.D. C.D. Lamb. They have an insane chemistry. C.D. Lamb almost scored 200 rushing yards last week, two touchdowns. They look pretty good, and although we have seen teams stop them, their offense has looked explosive before. With all that being said, I do predict that we are going to lose. And there's one reason on why I'm okay with that because Ali and I will be in Dallas on December 10th at AT&T stadium. And I want to be able to leave that stadium and talk trash. And I'd rather be commiserating with my brothers on the way out of the stadium here saying, it's all right, guys, we'll get them the next time. So with all of that being said, I love the 31 31 has been like a theme throughout my entire score prediction. I'm going to say Dallas 31 Eagles 27. I don't like it. This yeah. is not going to get clipped. We are not going to advertise this, and this may result in some loss of subscription. Um, but I, I am going against the family here and predicting an L. Ali, I hope you don't say the same thing because then we're going to lose all credibility on this podcast. Yeah. Well, uh, that's all we have, folks. Um, no, it's, it's been a good run. Listen, uh, I love numbers. Numbers don't lie. I can I can pick with my heart, but at the end of the day, I also don't like this game. What I am looking at, and when I was looking at this game and in this analysis, was uh, specific matchups. Um, AJ Brown coming off a historic run, six straight games of 125 yes, yards sir. or more. Yep. He is going up against arguably the hottest cornerback in the NFL right now in Deron Bland. So Deron Bland has uh, four interceptions on the year. Three of them have been pulled back, gone back for, for pick sixes. Um, he is allowing a 23 rating to opposing quarterbacks, which is first in the league. Um, the other side of that is Stefan Gilmore and Devontae Smith. Um, I think that mat- they match up pretty well as well. Um, the only... Weakness, I would say, in the Dallas Cowboys defense is to tight ends. They're allowing about 114 quarterback rating, which is 30th in the NFL. So if we do have an opportunity to get the pass game going, I think it is going to start with Dallas Goddard, and we got to get him the ball there quickly and often. Um, You know, I look at this Dallas Cowboys defense, and it reminds me so much of the Philadelphia Eagles team from last year where Mm. we had ball hawks in the secondary and it was all started off by the pressure that we were able to uh, generate from our defensive line. So um, the Dallas Cowboys, they're pressuring quarterbacks at a uh, 46.7% rate, which is first in the NFL. Um, Their blitz rate is 37.2, which is sixth in the NFL. And everything that we've seen with the exception of the game against the commanders last week Uh, is that Jalen Hurts is not operating very well against pressure. Um, He's got an 80.2 rating, and he's thrown five out of his eight interceptions on the season when he's been pressured. So this, to me, is not a uh, a solid matchup, if you will, when it comes to the type of uh, pressure that the Cowboys can generate, especially because they've got ball hawks in the secondary who have some pretty good hands. Um, On our defensive side... 
I, I just don't trust James Bradbury. Uh, he's given up five touchdowns this season. I think he's going to be a target for Dak Prescott. Dak is not doing well, but he's being efficient. He's he's taking care of the football a little bit more than he was last year. That's all to say that, um, you know, I think this game is going to be a shootout. I think this game is going to be a shootout. But the reason why I feel comfortable with this pick is, number one, I've predicted the Eagles would lose two times so far this season, and I've had the statistics to back it up. And both times, the Eagles put Eagles together won. their most com- complete game. Not just one. They put together complete games, which I like. So I'm going to be uh, a little superstitious here. Yeah. And then the second piece is to your point, Alex. We always split with the Cowboys, and the Cowboys tend to peak early. They tend to peak not when they need to peak mm-hmm. in the right moments, and they get to the playoffs, and then it's a first-round exit. So – Having said all of that, I'm predicting in a shootout loss that the Cowboys will beat the Eagles at home 42 to 38. Oof. Yeah. yeah that's going to be a long game. It's going to be a long game. Um yeah, I don't I don't love it, but I I I totally hear you on it. Um like I said Ali, I would rather lose now in Philly. Then when you and I are down there in Arlington, walking out of Jera World, <laughs> skipping with all the other Eagles fans down the down the vestibule. Yeah. So, all right, I'm gonna take us into swinging it to close this out. I'll explain the game how it works. Swinging it, underdog picks for the week. All right, guys. So Andrew's not here with us today, but we're gonna have the girls, uh, girls on the fly, uh, give us their prediction for Andrew. It may or may not be the worst pick that we saw all entire week, but that's what you get when you're not able to make the podcast. So how swinging it works is every single game has a spread and an underdog. If your underdog wins and overcomes the entire spread, you get that added to your point tally for the season. Uh, As of right now, let me pull up the last swinging it charts, but I think the audience is actually doing pretty good. So right now, Ali, you are in first place with 25 points. You did not win last week, and you took the New England Patriots. I was the lone winner in picking the Bengals, so now my score is at 17.5. Malik uh, picked the um, Rams because F the Cowboys. That was his only justification, and then went on this whole three-minute rant about how he wishes they would never win. If he had a genie and had three wishes, he would wish that all three wishes would be the Cowboys wouldn't win. I was kind of off. He just, just, just kept. That's all he did. I was like, okay, Malik. Uh, but he did not hit that one. They are at fourteen, and Andrew is at the bottom at eleven. So, because you're ladies, and because you are our guest, what do you to pick to be your swinging at pick of the week? I think our pick of the week is Jets over Chargers. I believe it's a three point. Um, I think they're a three point favorite. Um, the Chargers, yep. I believe. Um, you know, it pains me to say that uh, as an Eagles fan. Obviously, I'm still having chest pains about that <laughs> night. That's fine. However, I think there's not a lot of lopsided games this week, um, in my opinion. Um, you know, it, it, there's to me, there's not a clear, um, you know, oh, this is an underdog because they're about to get their – but whooped. Uh, so mm-hmm. I think that could be a solid pick. I think the Jets, um, they could. I think they could do it. Honestly, yeah, and I think that, and I think that hurts Beck a little bit because uh, Beck, you kind of you grew up a Chargers fan, didn't you? 
What? No, I wouldn't even say grow up. My dad is actually a Browns fan. They're from Ohio. Oh, okay. So um, there's that. And then I just wanted to be like quirky and different growing up. So it's like, let me pick a team that has nothing to do with me that I'll never be able to see <laughs> or watch on like local television. It's fine. Um, I have been influenced by Eagles Army. So I am here to me. stay. I am the um, Army. But yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, you're actually the only driving force. <laughs> but no, I uh, I am a Chargers fan, but I do agree. Uh, Chargers, I, they let me down every year, so I'm just over it. Like, I, yeah. I don't even want to talk about it. Last year when we were up and I was like, this is an easy win and the comeback and we lost, I, that's, I gave up everything for that team. I said, that's it. I was at a bar bawling my eyes out. I said, I'll never root for you again. Yeah. Well, I think, like, I, I think your life, my, I, was at my limit. I think your life is a lot better and a lot more exciting yeah. now that you've joined uh, Eagles nation and, and everything that's come yeah. from it. So you're going to be all, picking all because, for of, all Ange- because of Ange. Let's, let's be very clear. All, all yeah. because of Ange. Yeah. All because of Ange. And this. <laughs> all right, Beck. So I think you told us what the pick, do you want us to announce or do you want to say you, I know you're picking for Drew. Oh, you could say it. Go off. Okay. So Becca yeah, told me that she is going to pick the Arizona Cardinals to upset the Cleveland Browns, uh, Arizona is a seven and a half point underdog. Um, I don't even know who their starting quarterback who's is. Their, Josh Jobs. Who's their quarterback? Oh, the, the, I don't the, even know who's the, on that team. Yeah, I don't. Like, is Sorry. Kyler going to be back or is like Colt McCoy still? I don't even know. I'm going to look at the props real quick. The only reason why I'm picking this is because um, – like, sorry, dad. <laughs> that's it. Like, that's that's it. There's a lot of worse things that you could say before saying sorry, dad, than a pick. So I, <laughs> I think, yeah, he'll be yeah I think nine times out of ten is sorry, dad is something that's way worse. So you'll be all right there. Yeah, yeah. Clayton. So Clayton Tune, Clayton Tune, I think is Arizona's fifth round rookie. He's going to be starting. And actually, before Josh Dobbs got traded to the Vikings, he got benched. Which really sucks because yeah. I mean he already has enough going on in his life because of he's how ugly he, man he's an ugly he's pretty dude. ugly like he's pretty ugly that poor guy he lost his job and he's ugly like that's I can't be that's like, it's really what? difficult to come back from like he, you get he's one. it's like you're both and he's like I can't I can't win here I just got to go to Minnesota that's that's basically it <laughs> crazy I would just go to I don't know the Antarctica at that point just. Leave it all behind. I mean, I, I live in Minnesota. I can tell you right now it's pretty close to Antarctica. It's like 30 degrees out right now. So he knew what he was doing. Yeah. All right. So I'm in between two games. I kind of like the Rams over the Packers, but I'm actually going to swing for the fences here. I think the Chicago Bears. No, wait. They still, they still have that trash guy in a backup, don't they? Is Justin yeah, Fields still playing? Yeah, he's he's awful. Never mind. All right, I'm going to go with the L.A. Rams over the Green Bay Packers as a three-point underdog coming off of a brutal butt whooping from the Dallas Cowboys. The Packers are are really mid. They're just they're just not a good football team. They're just, they're just awful. Um, I would take them if this was at six points. So give me the L.A. Rams over the Packers. Ali, give us your swinging a pick, and then and you're going to send us home on episode sixty-eight. All right. So this is what sucks about picking last is because you all took my picks that I wanted to take. You're first. Shut up. You're fine. Yeah. And you know what? You picked a pick that's got three points. You've got 17 and a half points. I'm I'm, I'm still at 20. I'm playing with house money right now. So thanks for uh, bringing my attention to the Chicago Bears. I'm going to take the Bears over the Saints. That's an eight and a half point underdog pick. (laughs) All right. All right. 
And you're going to help us kick off. Uh, I'm sorry. I can't with this guy. You're going to send us home for, for episode for episode 68. Well, thank you so much for having us. This was an amazing opportunity. Um, I'm so excited for Club 215 to grow and to be able to share this tailgate experience with more and more people every single week. So thanks. All right. And with that being said, we are done for today. Go birds. Go birds.